Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to gore, human suffering, death, factual inaccuracies, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. No, you don't understand. God just didn't want this man to die. Well, what about him? Shut up! I'm Andy. Change of plans. We're going to execute the Rope Maker. I'm Adam. Sneed had a need to make men bleed. His creed led him to do the deed. But then he agreed to plead. I'm Sean. I mean, sure, he's technically innocent, but everyone's guilty of something, right? I'm Kelly. And this is Acid Pop. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Acid Pop, where today we're going to be talking about executions. Hooray! Hooray! Man's inhumanity to man. (laughs) This is the time of our... (laughs) It's like the thesis of this show, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) But man's... I don't know. Sometimes there's good episodes, like the time we... Nope. Oh, no. Like that childcare episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sometimes Meth. it's animals. <laughs> the jazz strangler. <laughs> it's all coming back to me, all the horrible things. We'll start with some etymology here. Execution comes from Latin. Anyone want to try? Ex- exitorum. Executus. It's like ex, meaning like not anymore. <laughs> Actually, the sure opposite. Is. Really? It's executus. Executionum, executionum, which means an accomplishing. Think of like (laughs) executing a task. Gold star today. (laughs) Very well accomplished. I did good work today. Which is is where the meaning comes from. You know, it was used for a long time just in in the terms of doing something. I will kill all of my tasks today. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, sense of put to death didn't come around until the 14th century. And it came from the phrase... Dawn execution of death, which is Old English, which meant carry out a sentence of death. I will do a death. Your name is Dawn Execution? (laughs) The Dawn Execution of Death. (laughs) (laughs) And then capital punishment. The term capital comes from the Latin word capitalis, meaning... Big letters. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning regarding the head. Oh. Oh, because, yeah, that's... Sure. Referring to a beheading. Yeah. So capital punishment was originally just like head cutting off of... Did they ever have a reheading? <laughs> That's a different sort of science. What does that say about capitalism? <laughs> but um. So touching on fears here, there isn't a fear of being executed, oddly enough. Um, <laughs> but there are two that I thought applied. Thanatophobia is the fear of death. Sure. Uh, separate from necrophobia, which is the fear of dead things. Mm-hmm. Or the fear of sexy, bisexual entities in video games. Yes, that yeah. is that is where the phrase comes from. The sexy boyfriend in Hades, <laughs> Thanatos. And then mastigophobia is the fear of punishment. Mystical. Oh. Which comes from mastigo, which means to whip. Oh. It's the fear of being whipped or beaten. Gotcha. Cool. Whip. I think that's a fear that we should all have, though. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things like phobias are generally irrational fears. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess if you're walking around looking over your shoulder that someone's going to come up and whip you, that's maybe. <laughs> don't hit me! Yeah. I just don't want to be punished right now. 
That sounds like somebody who does want to be punished right now. <laughs> I don't believe you. That's just what a person who'd want to be whipped would say. <laughs> the the phobia versions are an unreasonable excess of what might otherwise be a reasonable fear. Yeah. All right, we're going to do the acid pop quiz a little differently today. It's Ooh. divided into two sections. One is... Heads and no heads. <laughs> historical execution history and then modern day execution statistics okay so we're going to start with history here what are the draconian laws laws made by the elder dragons to yeah. keep us in line <laughs> when when you give half your heart to a king then sean connery has to pay the price <laughs> i mean i think those are like i mean i hear that term a lot and it's usually of like too strict of rules so it's got to be like a society where like it was a sort of like lawful evil where any anytime you did anything wrong you got killed i I would like to point out that this is the third week in a row adam has made a dragon heart reference, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even on the show he's just, he's just been doing it i'm just a big fan <laughs> would it be like dracula where it's like oh dragon so laws? like like a vlad tepish law maybe I, mean, he, I don't know he was a very uh he did do that because he liked cutting people's bits off and so any <laughs> any excuse was a good one so i'm going to say sean is the closest the draconian laws were laws in ancient Greece around 621 BCE, um, and it was the first written legal system there. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't sound good for our draconian laws. Yeah, we gave it a real spooky name. <laughs> well, prior to that, they relied on oral law, which... I said, don't do that. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> tended to benefit the aristocracy and was leading to constant blood feuds, yeah. <laughs> which were becoming a problem. Vendetta! <laughs> so they got the, they found this dude named Draco, Draconian laws. Um, Sounds trustworthy. My cousin Draco's great at these things. <laughs> and told him to write up a legal system, which he did. Just what they just had one guy do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the thing is, Draco decided the punishment for just about everything <laughs> should be death. <laughs> Believe Burn it or not, death. that's jail. <laughs> Anything from stealing food to murder was punished with the death penalty. Hmm. Undercooked chicken. That's death. <laughs> According to uh, Plutarch, even the crime of idleness was punish <laughs> punishable by death. Everybody's just running around all day long. <laughs> oh, God. My, I, I would be put to death yesterday for sure. Draco's <laughs> coming. Put a spring in your step. <laughs> <laughs> Look like you're working. <laughs> if you could be leaning, you could be dying. <laughs> When Draco was asked why he'd written the law this way, he apparently said that he felt the lesser crimes deserved the death penalty, and he didn't have anything worse for the more important ones. <laughs> I had nowhere to go. But, uh, he, he started with the crime of public whistling, and his brain just went, death? Where do I go I from whistlers. here? Why did well, they go to this guy, of all people? <laughs> Sounds like a real jerk. Because <laughs> nobody else wanted to do it. Apparently, he was super popular. The story is he was so beloved that he died <laughs> at a banquet in his honor because there was what? a thing where people like threw their hats and coats at the person they were honoring, and he was smothered <laughs> to death by the adulation. <laughs> Public nudity is punishable by death. Oh. I'm honored. Also, uh, being idolized, punishable by death. <laughs> <laughs> was in this case. Next question. What is the benefit of clergy? Oh, is that... I'm going to say it's the benefit of clergy is that you cannot be executed. Yeah, oh. Only God can try you for your crimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that's a thing where, you know, they 
<laughs> they bring in the priest right at the end so they can convert to Christianity and have a chance of going to heaven oh, in the last that's, 10 seconds there. This is good. That's pretty, like, instead of being punished or executed, I can say, I'm a monk now. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. So, yes, this was your one free murder as a priest. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sweet. Wow. <laughs> Use it wisely. I'll, hey, guys, I'm going to color. seminary. I'll see you later. <laughs> So priests and uh, secular clerks that worked for the the church in England during the Middle Ages had the benefit of clergy, which meant you couldn't be sentenced in civil court and were instead under the power of the bishop. <laughs> okay. I'm about I'm about to work for the Catholic Church, and I'm it's like a clerking job, essentially <laughs> teaching, right? Maybe keep that one free murder in your pocket for now. Yeah, don't use it on day one. And the bishop pretty much always moved to acquit. So <laughs> you were good. Oh, just like the modern day church. <laughs> Judges apparently could pass a sentence of one year in prison or seven years transportation to the colonies. What? Oh, yeah, so you, you had to come over here. It just takes that long to get to the colonies. <laughs> yeah. But they couldn't kill you. Now, apparently this did only work once. You were branded on the thumb with an M or a T so you didn't continue to use your priestly powers for evil. And if I cut off my thumb? <laughs> oh, okay, smart guy. Then I get two. <laughs> what is the neck verse? The neck verse? The neck verse? <laughs> oh, it's when the it's after they behead you. Your neck does a little sputtery whistle thing. <laughs> Damn it, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I thought it was like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they were giraffes. Uh, the neck first. <laughs> Sometimes uh, during an execution, they would bring in a choir and it would swell right as the guillotine came down. And that was the cool. neck first. So this is how they tested to see whether someone was a priest and therefore could claim their get out of death free card. Okay. What? Shouldn't that already be like on his resume or something? Yeah. <laughs> well, in the Middle Ages, the ability to speak and read Latin was considered proof of ordination. Oh, like, yeah. that was something only priests did. Yeah. But how would they know if I'm speaking Latin? <laughs> if they can't do it either, and they're not priests. <laughs> I am yay, eking spay, atenlay. If a prisoner claimed to be a priest, they were asked to read Psalm 51 of the Bible, which is, uh, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. And until, oh, murder. <laughs> until 1705, if you could recite that in Latin, you were good. <laughs> just memorize that one. Yeah. Just re run that through your head every night before bed. You'd have to get a priest to teach it to you first. That's true. They'd be like, why do you need to know that? <laughs> I just really love the Bible. And this, like, I'm, I've had... I've had every other priest in town teach me one verse at a time and you're next. <laughs> it's like a Winchester Bible. Yeah. Let's <laughs> just keep on adding on. <laughs> How many people were executed during the reign of Henry VIII? Well, at least seven wives. He so didn't kill all seven. of them. 3,000. Oh, boy. I was going to say 200. I'm going to say, nope, 20,000. You're all low. Whoa. Oh. It's estimated to be between 56 and 72,000. Wow. Uh, that's by a magnitude of two. <laughs> and considering the population of England was about three million at the time. It's <laughs> a good chunk. This is crazy. They had so many criminals around. <laughs> yes. A lot. Criminals. <laughs> it's in fact so high that some people consider the number apocryphal, but it is from contemporary sources. So Somebody no one's writing down the names. 
<laughs> like they don't have a list. Yeah. Executions were carried out for such terrible crimes as marrying a Jew. Oops. How dare you? <laughs> Stealing more than a shilling, which oh. was about 30 bucks. Okay, so I, I could steal 29 bucks and we'd be good. Yeah, at a time. <laughs> yeah. Or treason, which was saying anything at all that was critical of the king. <laughs> oh, are you ready? Fuck the king. <laughs> also, you could be killed for refusing to plead to a crime. Oh, okay. Really? That in itself is a, is a crime. You're guilty by reason of non-admission. <laughs> but that's what happened to, like, Giles Corey, right? And yeah. He, and he turned out fine. Yeah, he, he joined the military. He throw sonic booms. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not Giles. So, so this one is interesting. If you ref- pled guilty or not guilty, you could be tried, okay. found guilty, and then your estate would become property of the crown. So it wouldn't pass to your descendants. Okay. But if you refuse to plead, your property went to your family because you hadn't technically been found Mm. guilty. On the other hand, they pressed you to death. Sure. (laughs) So they put a big board on top of you. Oh, I thought he was going to write a story about me. Take some pictures. (laughs) Squeeze the truth out of you. (laughs) Trying to make wine. And put rocks onto you until you either agreed to plead to the crime or you died. Wow. Yeah, Giles Corey went out like a I mean, boss. Are they uh, are they strapping my head down at that point? Because I I swear to God, I'll just start hitting my head on the on the ground until yeah. I'm done. I don't know, so, man. They place for my son to live or twenty years in jail. <laughs> so that's our history. Now we're going to move on to our modern day execution facts. I'm yes. going to preface this by saying I'm not getting into the racial elements and disparities in our justice system because that is such a big topic that I could not cover it in this episode. Yeah, that's a, that's a different show and yeah. probably not a <laughs> Yeah, probably not one that it's our place to discuss. <laughs> but we're all white. <laughs> Who would know better than us? Yay! Hooray. Let's go have mayonnaise. <laughs> But just for the record, yes, the death penalty is very racist. So that's on record. How many countries have the death penalty? How many are there? Countries? Yeah. I don't know. Oh. But <laughs> don't hold have on. the statistic. How many countries? Oh, I, I, I typed it wrong. 195. How many counties? <laughs> I mean, Nevada, 13. 70. Mm. Oh, 30. I'm 125. Ouch. Adam is the closest without going over. Mm. It is 55. Oh, oh so my, my faith in the world has been restored a little bit. Amnesty International recorded 579 executions in 2021, oh, wow. which were carried out in 18 countries. So not all countries who have the death kit penalty are carrying it out every year. Sure. And I guess who the leader is. Well, let me give you th- there's an interesting fact about the leader and this hmm. number. There's one little it's slightly off in that it's mm. estimated to be off by at least a thousand, Excuse possibly me? thousands. Oh. Anyone want to guess why? No records? What country is throwing the curve? Death by imprisonment and starvation isn't co- considered execution? I was going to say, probably executions that are kind of off the books. China will not release their records. Oh, It's okay. considered a state secret. <laughs> but as far as investigators can tell it's in the thousands wow right <laughs> so the, the rest of the world did what you said like 500 579 and then china did a few thousand 
And 80% of the remaining executions were carried out in Iran, Egypt, and Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I was going to say, as much as you know, I'd like to point fingers at America, we still <laughs> there's a lot of that going on in the Middle East where there's a lot of upheaval. Sure. So let's get into the U.S. Okay. How many people are on death row in the United States now-ish? Oh, 101. I feel like we've gone over the statistic before, and it was a few thousand. So I'm going to say 3,000. 5,000. 2,394. Okay. Wow. How many states have the death death penalty? Most of them. Is it most of them? I think so. I'm going to say, no, I'm going to say 35. 15. Uh, Adam, once again, the closest without going over. He's he's got the faith in humanity today. (laughs) Take that, pessimists. It's about half. Okay. It's 24 or 27, depending on how you count. Uh, <laughs> I count one, one a number at a yeah, time. Yeah, I count like the regular type. <laughs> well, 24 don't have it. And then we have three that have it, but the current governor has placed a freeze on it. So oh. they're not doing it. We're, We're putting pre- a pause on the execution. <laughs> for you, governor. I'm not getting rid of it. I'm just not doing it right now. <laughs> So here's another statistic that I think we've touched on before in my other criminal justice episode. Mm -hmm. What number of people on death row turn out to be innocent? Oh, it's like 50. (laughs) No. It wasn't that high. This is, to to help you out a little, this is, they're basing this on exonerations, not hypothetically innocent, actually found innocent, which I'll tell you from our previous episode and from my research today, very difficult to do. Yeah. 15%. 7%. 3%. 7%. 3%. This time, Sean's the closest without going over. It's 4%. A lot of these cases rely on junk science. Yeah. Uh, see our forensics episode? Hair. Yeah. <laughs> Prison informants look. or prosecutorial misconduct. What does that mean? Like a jerk Falsifying at the evidence. <laughs> yeah. False, horseplay. Falsifying evidence, hiding evidence from the defense. What's that in your pocket? It's <laughs> <laughs> not evidence. <laughs> Didn't say it was. Like, there were uh, cases where someone else had pled guilty to the crime and they did not tell the defense for this other person who was also found guilty and executed for the crime. Wow. That sort of thing. Well, not executed. These are people who were exonerated. Hmm. So it's a lower number than I expected, but an uncomfortable high, uh, comfortably <laughs> high number for people set to be killed by the state who yeah. were innocent. Ideally, the number should be zero. <laughs> Ideally. And this is based on the assumption that... Everyone who wasn't exonerated is guilty, which yeah. is uh, not a safe assumption. At least we got all those other ones right, right? <laughs> yeah. 97, still an A. <laughs> all those witches, guilty. <laughs> the majority of executions are carried out in the South. What percentage? Ooh. The percentage of that, executions? Mm, the majority. Mm-hmm, that are carried out in the South. And I will tell you it's the majority. So 58%. Uh, I was going to say 63%. It is 86%. Wow. Shit. What's wrong down there? Are you okay, <laughs> South? <laughs> we did talk about it being racist. I was going to say, they have a lot of black people. <laughs> Which region has the least executions? Midwest. It's gotta Upper be, Midwest, like yeah, Wisconsin. Pacific North, uh, oh, Midwest. Pacific Northwest. What about Alaska or Hawaii? <laughs> they is don't get to region? be in regions. They're, <laughs> they're non-contiguous. I feel like Wisconsin. You're like, yeah. <laughs> it's actually the Northeast. No, interesting. Oh, really? Less than 1% of executions are carried out in the Northeast. Good they, for you, Northeast. They just put them on fishing boats in Maine. So I don't know about Wisconsin, but I know that Illinois is sort of a sort of a bad one. So I was going to say Midwest, Dang. North. 
oh, we're just going to put you to the chair now. <laughs> That's grandma's chair. <laughs> she died in it too. <laughs> Horrible murderess she was. <laughs> murderess. You know, like a seamstress, but for murder. <laughs> the majority of death row sentences come from what percentage of counties? So over 50% of people on death row come from what percentage of counties in the U.S.? I don't think I understand the question. I'm not so sure. there's there's a lot of counties. Like I said, there's I believe there's 13 in Nevada. Yeah, I would oh. put this at a fairly low percentage. Quite honestly, I think 23. I saying. Okay, so like in all the counties in all of the U.S. Yes. Oh, I see. They come from a certain number of, I guess. The majority come from a certain percentage of counties. What did you say, Andy? 23. I'm gonna say 10. Five. You are all over. No. Oh. Two percent of counties in wow. the United States are responsible for fifty per fifty six percent of all crap. What the heck? How many of them are in Texas? <laughs> I was just about to say Texas. Actually, the biggest one is uh, L.A. Well, really, yeah. I love L.A. <laughs> Where they are not actually carrying out executions right now because the whole governor thing. They don't. They hmm. are on on hold. So it's getting a little crazy here. Let's let's pump the brakes. <laughs> When was the last execution in the United States carried out by electric chair? Hmm. Uh, 65. 1965. 1982. I don't know. Uh, 95. Adam is the closest without going over. Whoa. What? 2020. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Have they just not got around to it yet, or did they say we're not doing this anymore? Well, in Tennessee, where this happened, execution is offered as an alternative to lethal, lethal injection. Oh. So the person opted for the electric chair. So it's an opt-in execution. <laughs> that well, or we dynamite enema. Who left this chair plugged in? <laughs> when was the last person who wasn't given an alternative 1982. executed? 1982. 65. 95. 2002. Oh. No. <laughs> in Alabama. She was doing the hammer. <laughs> and I'll just give you this one. The last execution by firing squad. Whoa. Was in 2010. Whoa. In Utah. Oh, Utah. Interestingly, firing squad and electric chair are starting to see an uptick in uh, <laughs> yeah. popularity as states have struggled to obtain the drugs necessary for lethal injection. Oh, I was going to say th since they started live streaming. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down, TikTok. Four states, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Utah, and Idaho permit firing squads. With potato guns. <laughs> Isn't that psychologically scarring for the firing squad, too? Well, you'd think any of these would be. Well, yeah. South Carolina had firing squads and electrocution set as primary methods, but this was... At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Electric bullets. <laughs> this was recently struck down by the South Carolina Supreme Court as cruel and unusual. Yeah. My favorite bit is the lawyer for the defendant's uh, who didn't want to be executed in these manners, saying the pain in question is impossible to directly answer because the people who experience execution are dead. Yeah. <laughs> and we couldn't ask anyone. <laughs> I couldn't interview them. Quick, tell me how much that hurt. <laughs> Although, let me tell you, there's been plenty of people who haven't died by electrocution or yeah, firing true. squad, and they did not enjoy it. Oh, <laughs> zero stars. <laughs> Reviewing the prison on prisoner Yelp. <laughs> Hand me my phone. <laughs> Our last uh, question for modern day. 17 federal executions have been carried out in the United States since the 1960s. How many of these happened during Donald Trump's presidency? 
Uh-huh. Fudge. Federal execution. You know, I'm going to be an optimist and say that there were people in charge of these that knew not to follow dumb orders. And I'm going to say one. Talking about a percentage? Well, just a number. Yeah. <laughs> so there have been 17. How mm. many happened during his presidency? 17 since the 1960s. Eight. 11. Adam is the closest without going oh, over. No! man. 13. Oh, jeez. This was more than any president in the past 120 years. <laughs> Combined. Yeah, no shit. And Bill Barr was in charge. So uh, on that cooler heads bagging. prevailed, not so much. Yeah. Apparently, after signing the criminal reform bill, Trump was concerned he'd be considered soft on crime <laughs> and thought upping his execution numbers would be a good way to address it. I'll show them. <laughs> they squeezed in executions until the very last minute with three people being put to death in the second to last week of his presidency. <laughs> three more at the buzzer. <laughs> I just imagine going in to tell those guys, it's like, we weren't going to kill you, but Trump's popularity is waning. <laughs> I'm sorry, bit, so. but politics, you know how it is. Cittolini needed something to boost his numbers. <laughs> now we're going to move on to our stories. I've broken these into two parts. Heads uh, and no heads. <laughs> first, wrongful executions. Uh-oh. Oh. And then we have... Uh, Rightful execution. <laughs> totally justified. I mean, righteous execution. <laughs> Botched executions. Oh. oh, that's not what I wanted to hear. And then again, we're going to do historical and then modern for, okay. for both. So first we have for his <laughs> a uh, wrongful execution from the past. And these are executions of people who were found or believed to be innocent. Okay. This one's called the Campton Wonder. In Campton Wonders in this song. <laughs> and this is a bit of a story. In 1660, 70-year-old William Harrison set out to collect rent from a town two miles away on behalf of his employer. Okay. When he didn't return home, his servant, John Perry, was sent out to find him. But <laughs> Perry didn't return either. Oh. So the third man was... <laughs> well, yes. His Harrison's son was sent. <laughs> Harrison's son then went out seeking them. He found Perry still looking for the missing Harrison. <laughs> well, he's dedicated at least. <laughs> I'm still going. They were able to confirm that he did collect the rents, but no further sign of him was found until they located a bloodstained collar, hat, and comb alongside the road. Collar. Combed his head right off his head. <laughs> Stop combing. One hundred times and say the name of our Lord. <laughs> John Perry, the servant, was questioned for the crimes because he had not returned that night and the authorities thought that was weird. He claimed he had gotten lost and eventually went to sleep under a bush. <laughs> As you do. The magistrate was unimpressed and detained Perry. A week later, under further questioning, he told a different story. Did I say a bush? <laughs> My uncle was a squirrel. <laughs> Is this your special bush? <laughs> now, it's worth noting how uh, further questioning occurred in this time. Again, yeah. we were in the 1660s. Some screws. <laughs> but this time, he said his mother and brother had killed Harrison to what? steal the rent money, and he had told them where to find him. Oh. Quick, let me throw my family members under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly, he claimed they had strangled Harrison then cut him with a knife after the fact to bloody up his stuff and make it look like a robbery. It was a really weird story. But it was a robbery. strangled during a robbery? <laughs> the body was then dumped at a pond, he mm-hmm. said. They dredged the pond yeah. 
and didn't find a body. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> and then due to various legal things I'm not going to get into, but having to do with the lack of a body, they weren't tried for the murder until the next year when Harrison still hadn't turned up <laughs> and they still hadn't found a body. Yeah, poor bastard staring at the pond for that whole year. <laughs> Just throwing a line in like, he's going to get in eventually. <laughs> I'm on pond duty today. <laughs> this time Perry said it never happened and that he'd been crazy at the time when he confessed. <laughs> You're all making it up. <laughs> I've never been employed. <laughs> <laughs> the court didn't buy it. <laughs> which which part? <laughs> anyway, well, they didn't buy that the I was crazy at the time. They did buy that his mother was a witch. Oh. So they hanged her first, <laughs> thinking that she was using her magic to keep her sons from confessing. Uh, oh. We also don't want her resurrecting the boys. <laughs> but uh, they continued to protest their innocence until they too were hung. Yeah, this witch part seems pretty true, so we're just going to go ahead and jump on that. But, but what's, what's, what's the odds that they're putting the thumbscrews into him? He's like, who did this? He's like, Mama! Ah! <laughs> you heard the man. Kill her immediately. <laughs> this would be the end of the story if William Harrison hadn't returned to the town a year later. You won't believe what happened. I got so lost. <laughs> there, was a, there was a guy I needed to collect rent from in Spain. <laughs> so his story was... Even weirder. <laughs> I fell asleep under another bush. I got blood on my collar, so I threw it to the ground and took <laughs> off for Alaska. Away from me, collar. This 70-year-old man claimed that he was kidnapped, oh. stabbed, wow. and sold for seven pounds to slavers. <laughs> yeah, you don't get much price for a 70-year-old slave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got some city miles on him. <laughs> he spent six weeks on a ship. Where for some reason they nursed him back to hell. <laughs> there, there, baby. <laughs> well, I paid for him. When the ship was attacked by pirates. <laughs> yeah, Mermaids. Pirate Roberts. The pirates then captured Harrison, and he was sold to an elderly doctor in what is now modern day Turkey. What? To work as his assistant. <laughs> He's moving up in the world. Then the doctor died. <laughs> now I'm the doctor. <laughs> That's the way it works. And he used a silver bowl the man had given him to buy passage what? on a ship bound for Portugal. <laughs> it protects from werewolves, you know. <laughs> In Portugal, he met an Englishman who took pity on him and bought him package passage back to England. I fell in love. <laughs> you poor old doctor slave. <laughs> You're so old. <laughs> My God, how old are you now? Like 72? <laughs> so this isn't impossible? <laughs> He's had a lot of time to think about it. <laughs> Kidnappings like this weren't totally unheard of, but they didn't generally happen to 70-year-old rent collectors. <laughs> I've run out of the rent money that I stole and I want to go home. <laughs> So no one is entirely sure what really happened to him. <laughs> the one thing they're sure of is he was not killed by John Perry. Yeah, pretty sure he didn't come back to life. Came back wearing a Hawaiian shirt holding a Mai Tai. <laughs> I was kidnapped. I got these for pirates. <laughs> that I executed. <laughs> Thank you very much. So now we have a modern example. Richard Glossop. Richard Glossop has not been wrongfully executed. Okay. Yet. Yet. Oh. <laughs> he has been tried and found guilty twice. Okay. And has had his execution scheduled and called off eight times oh, at this wow. point. That's a stressful day. 
most recently this month, May 2023. Cue the gif of Tim Curry going, Antissa. (laughs) (laughs) So the story goes like this. In 1997, Justin Sneed beat Barry Von Press. Justin Sneed depreeds the need. (laughs) To death with a baseball bat. This is known to be true. Okay. Sneed was a handyman at Van Tress's hotel with a history of criminal violence. He beat the man to death with a baseball bat. Sneed mm-hmm. had a need to make men bleed. <laughs> Sneed admits was it greed? <laughs> Did he plead? <laughs> but prosecutors decided that it can't possibly have been his idea. Hmm. Oh. Instead, Glossop, the manager of the hotel, had to be the mastermind behind the killing. Okay. Sneed was offered a plea bargain. If he testified against Glossop, he could avoid the death sentence. Sneed, how do you plead? He did so. (laughs) Though his testimony was uh, a bit irrational and constantly shifting. Glossop, on the other hand, refused to plea. He refused a plea bargain and was found guilty. So he was sentenced to death. Uh Uh-oh. Glossop ain't no gossip. (laughs) (laughs) What have we turned into? (laughs) This is true crime. Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Our new podcast. (laughs) The Court of Appeals tossed the sentence in 2001 because Glossop's lawyer failed to contest this extremely weak evidence against him. (laughs) Basically just this one guy saying it was him. Uh, I'm late for an appointment, so whatever you think is fine. (laughs) Do what you want. Glossop was given a second trial, but this time prosecutors had destroyed key evidence that would have helped exonerate him. Mm. Thought we were done with it. Basically, their argument was that he had been embezzling money, and they destroyed all the financial records. Oh. it's Wait, he had been embezzling money, so they destroyed the records? Well, the, the prosecutors had destroyed the records that they had from the hotel, which would have showed he was or wasn't embezzling money. Well, then they that just, seems like you don't have any goddamn evidence. <laughs> <laughs> they had the guy who said he did it. Sneed! Don't need all this messy paperwork anymore. Into the fire. (laughs) Spring cleaning. (laughs) The jury again found him guilty. (laughs) Sneed later tried to recant his testimony, but was unable to do so. Why? No one cared. Oh. (laughs) So I'm sorry. We want to kill people. (laughs) Multiple inmates who serve time with Sneed have also said that Sneed told them he acted alone. Okay. The Oklahoma legislator looked into it, and reached the conclusion that Glossop was likely innocent. The Republican Attorney General, a big fan of capital punishment, came out and argued against his execution. Uh, that chump? <laughs> <laughs> but the Oklahoma a Court of Appeals said it has to go forward. We have a quota. <laughs> they I'm pretty sorry. much said that. They said the finality of a criminal case is a foundational principle of our justice system. <laughs> In other matter words, it doesn't matter if he's innocent, only that he's been found guilty. We don't want to seem wishy-washy. That, that would make us look like a bunch of dickheads who want to kill people for no reason. So the case is, out, is now up before the Supreme Court, but considering how they found in similar cases, it don't look good. What a great Supreme Court to be found in front of. <laughs> hey, what a beautiful audience. So those are our wrongful executions. That's mm-hmm. the word. Now let's move on to botched executions. (laughs) So this is a little bit more of a speed round until we get into modern day, because it doesn't take long to tell the story of someone trying to execute someone. Whoop, let me try again. 
I'm sorry, I missed. Can I get another take? <laughs> Lime. <laughs> First, we get into our historical ones. We have William Dwell, who was sentenced to death by hanging in 1740. At the time in England, the common hanging method wasn't the drop method, which okay. breaks the neck. It was strangulation. So oh. Oh, hung from fun. the neck until dead. But this man had a neck like an elephant. <laughs> well, actually, it was kind of the opposite. He was ill at the time. Mm of his trial and execution, feverish and delirious. <laughs> so he was hung for 20 minutes and they were like, well, he looks dead to us. <laughs> <laughs> looks pretty dead. <laughs> what happened? I was asleep. <laughs> and then his body was sent to be used for anatomy study. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Good. That's what you want to be. <laughs> he was stripped and laid on a board, ready to be dissected, <laughs> when one of the servants noticed he'd begun to breathe. <laughs> Quick, somebody stab him. <laughs> Ow! In two hours, he was sitting upright, and by the following day, he was fine. <laughs> now, I feel like if they botch your execution, you get a pass. He was yeah, exiled I... to America and lived another 60 years. Why so you there you go. The sentence has been carried out. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's double jeopardy, like that movie. Yeah. Starring Alec Trebek. <laughs> so our next one is Joseph Samuel. Like our previous story, he was sentenced to hanging. This was 1803 in Australia, and they were still using the strangulation approach. Just a man with big mitts. <laughs> the rope used was able to hold a thousand pounds for up to five minutes without breaking. Should be fine for any human you need to hang. Yeah. Samuel and another man were sentenced to death, and as was done at the time, they were loaded onto a cart, had nooses fastened around, fastened around their necks, and then the cart was driven away. Oh, Whee! I was going to say, unfortunately, the cart had been also fastened with a noose. <laughs> the other man hung as planned, but Samuel's rope broke. Okay. He fell and broke his ankle instead. <laughs> ah! I'm suing you. The executioner <laughs> loaded him back onto the cart. <laughs> All right. Take two. Yeah. The fastened a rope on his neck. Tried again. The other man was still hanging there dying. <laughs> Don't worry. You're take your time. We'll better in a minute. This time, the rope slipped off of his neck. Chinless Samuel, they called him. <laughs> he was oh, loaded man. back onto the cart. <laughs> A third rope was readied. I don't know how they had so many ropes ready. You gotta have backups. Labeled Plan C. <laughs> and the executioner very carefully fastened it around his neck. The rope snapped again. What the heck? The unkillable man. Well, at this point, the watching crowd was in an uproar, calling for Samuels to be freed. Let's kill someone! <laughs> an observing police officer called for the execution to be halted while he ran for the governor. <laughs> Sir, I don't know what to do! <laughs> I need an adult. The governor inspected the ropes, and finding no evidence that they'd been cut, and with the dead guy hanging there <laughs> illustrating that it should work! Clearly a good concept. <laughs> He decreed that it had been a sign from God. No. Yeah. I was going to say, this has to be like an act of God sort of thing. <laughs> God is cutting the ropes. And Samuel's death was commuted to, uh, sentence was commuted to life in prison. Wow. What a capricious man, God. He, <laughs> he, he lets the other guy hang and just keeps on cutting this <laughs> other rope. In our last historical one, you're going to have to be patient with me with this name. So. Bill. <laughs> Mr. Coppopopopolis. Wenceslas. No. When Wenceslas. Kenslalo wow. Herrera oh. <laughs> called okay. El Fusilado or the shot one. Okay. Oh. <laughs> shot. 
He was sentenced to death by firing squad in 1915. He was shot eight or nine times in the body Ooh. and then in the head at point, bl- blank, point blank range wow. to ensure death. <laughs> or anyway, it should have ensured death. Yeah. Instead, depending on reports, he was either found the next day, unconscious but alive amid the bodies of his comrades, <laughs> or he crawled three blocks to a church where he was cared for. Sanctuary! <laughs> Either way, he lived until 1976, disfigured wow. but alive. Uh, okay. I mean, His head whistled everywhere he walked. <laughs> he was on Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. Crazy. On or in? <laughs> <laughs> and now we have uh, two modern botched executions. One Hooray. short and one long. Okay. The first, in 1990, Jesse Tafiro was sentenced to death by electric chair. Okay. When the electricity hit... The headset bolted to his scalp caught fire. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Quick, someone blow me out and make a wish. <laughs> the six-inch flames shot from his head, but he did not die. Uh, no. <laughs> I wish I would. <laughs> he did indeed. The power was turned off and then back on. And they got- <laughs> Hold on. Did you try power cycling yeah, it? Shut yeah. it down. Got a blow in the headset here. <laughs> And they got another gout of flames. Ouch! <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been drinking. My last meal was gasoline. <laughs> all in all, it took seven minutes and three separate jolts before he was declared dead. Uh-huh. Let him use so much pomade before this. <laughs> Generally, these executions were supposed to take one minute and have significantly less fire. Yeah, <laughs> it is a bit above average. The people in the gallery said, it was a bit of a botched execution, but it smelled delicious. (laughs) (laughs) If you like burning hair. (laughs) So uh, eventually they ended up blaming the use of a synthetic sponge instead of a natural sponge, which was apparently more flammable. I see. Yeah, sponges underwater very rarely catch on fire. (laughs) (laughs) And now a longer one. And this is in 2018. Hey, the power to or cycle the power ten times on this poor bastard. This one was a lethal injection, and it's a it's oh, not a fun one. Couldn't find his vein. They couldn't find his vein. <laughs> so there have been a lot of issues with lethal injections of late. So many that in 2022, more than a third of executions didn't go as planned. Uh oh. Oh, good. Which was more than any historical year. This is for a lot of reasons. Inexperienced executioners. <laughs> Uh, medical professionals job. won't do them yeah. because it's against the oath. So, What about your hippopotamus oath? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just someone figuring it out. I iced a cake once. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. You're hired. And then they have ha- trouble getting the right drugs because pharmaceutical companies don't want to sell execution drugs. Yeah. And then the people they are trying to execute often have health problems. Which prevents them from dying from chemicals. Which leads to complications, such as, like, if they're intravenous drug users, they don't have any good veins. Mm. Used them all up. Mm -hmm. So this guy, Donald Ham, had a little of column B, a little of column C, and some of none of column A. The drugs weren't the problem. Or maybe that was column B. I've lost track of the order I said (laughs) that. He had some columns. But anyway, he had both inexperienced people doing the work and he had some complicating health issues. So Ham developed lymphatic cancer while in prison. Oh. Unsurprisingly, he didn't receive ideal care. God's death sentence. 
by 2017, mm-hmm. he had a cancerous lesion eating through bone and tissue, and a surgery scheduled to remove it was canceled because they decided to schedule an execution for him instead. <laughs> <laughs> so I have good news and bad news. <laughs> the state wanted to ensure he was put to death before he died. <laughs> of course. Come on. However, Ham's cancer, plus hepatitis C, plus a history of drug use, made it difficult to access his veins. Mm. Indeed, a stay of execution was issued because of the likelihood of needless suffering if it was attempted. But the Court of Appeals overturned this when an independent expert said that his lower extremities could be used. Wait, hold on. Said we wanted to do a Frankenstein project. (laughs) The, the guy said, hey, where can we plug this in? His veins are bad. And one guy said, what about the main vein? <laughs> so the United Nations had human rights experts call for a halt on the grounds that it would be cruel, inhumane, and potentially torture. Hmm. The state decided to go forward. <laughs> what do you course. guys know? We're in Alabama, just for the record. United Nations. During the execution attempt, the execution team spent two and a half hours oh, inserting needles into Ham's legs and ankles. Ow, 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 ow. ow. When this failed, <laughs> they began inserting needles into his groin. Oh, That's where no. I was going. Puncturing Why? his bladder and penetrating oh. his femoral artery. Oh, you found one. The pad they had under him became so soaked with blood, they <sighs> had to change it and get another one. New pad. <laughs> Eventually, Is it still humane? <laughs> Are we doing it right? According stand, to stand. one of the doctors, he was begging for death. Yeah. We're working on it. (laughs) What do you think we're doing, man? (laughs) Or I guess not doctors. People attending. (laughs) All doctors. Eventually, they gave up. (laughs) In a press conference following events, the commissioner of the Alabama Department of Corrections was quoted as saying, I wouldn't necessarily characterize what happened tonight as a problem. What? (laughs) Um, I'd um, like to see you do better, he said. (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to see you try. So from what I understand, his sentence wasn't commuted, but Alabama agreed not to schedule another execution day. <laughs> We're just not going to get him the treatment he needs. Yeah. He's going to let him rot slowly of cancer in his cell. And yes, he died of cancer. Okay, so if on the list of places what? not to move, I think I've got a new one. Alabama, Updating Florida, it. Texas. <laughs> really, anything across the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> So, uh, I invite personal stories. I don't have like a personal story, but my wife was listening to another podcast where they were talking about how being a, an executioner in ye olden times was considered a family business because it was also considered shameful. And there was an executioner who did something extraordinary for the king. And then the king said, what do you want from me in return? He said, I just don't want to be an executioner anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Retirement? (laughs) Like, can you release my family from this curse? <laughs> I don't really think I've got anything for that one. That's Never fine. We'll, that. we'll give you something. Okay. Uh, we'll move oh, on thanks. to what are your morals worth? Mm. One million dollars. You've got as much experience as anyone else at this job. <laughs> How much to uh, insert the needle for a lethal injection? Ooh, no. I don't like needles on a good day. That's... Or- so I, Don't worry if you can't find a vein. Neither one can know anyone else. Just keep trying. <laughs> I'm just as good as the pros. They train you on a cadaver first. Uh, so is this person legitimately guilty? I mean, as far as you know. Okay. 
<laughs> That's They've not been found Kelly. guilty. <laughs> we'll tell you what. It's not. Uh, it's not Richard Glossop. Yeah. <laughs> tell you what. They'll never be found innocent. I, I, I don't. I'll tell you right but, now. I can't do it. Yeah. I would not be able to live with myself. Yeah. I, there is not a not a number. <sighs> yeah. Seventy-seven point four billion dollars in whiskey. <laughs> Just whiskey. I mean, I don't know. I could probably talk myself into it because, like, if I don't do it, someone else is going to do it. So it's not like me you'll, refusing to do it is going to save this person's life. You'll practice real good, so there'll be less torture first. <laughs> yeah, billion with a B. You're I better suppose. with shots than most people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I that that seems like one of those things where. I would have to have a team of people each inserting a different needle so I didn't know that I was the one. <laughs> this is too many needles. Does it like pin the tail on the donkey? Everybody gets a turn. <laughs> and he's going to spin you around. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he's going this way. <laughs> no, don't turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I can, yeah, I don't. That's no. I mean, like. I could rationalize it if, you know, with particularly heinous crimes or unsavory people. Is but, it John Wayne Gacy? <laughs> at the same time, we also know that, like, it's not a guarantee that this guy's guilty, which is the real problem here. Yeah. Like I said, my only solace is the fact that it's going to happen anyway, whether it's yeah. me or not. So if it's me, I might as well get paid an awful lot of money for it. <laughs> Maybe you can become a, a sponsor of the Innocence Project. Yeah. I mean, this... <laughs> This is like sort of getting into the territory where it's like, not only do I need to never need to work again, but also like probably two or three generations <laughs> out from me yeah. need to be set up. Other than that, $77.4 billion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think 1 million would do it. I don't think 10 million do it. But if you had another zero, 100 million, I could probably do it. According to Donald Trump, he could afford me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could, I could maybe go as low as a million, I guess. Ooh. I still won't like it. <laughs> I'll be sad, just just to be clear. <laughs> Apologize first. Are you going to get that vein on the first try, Adam? No, I have no practice whatsoever. <laughs> well, on that note... <laughs> We're all going to go cry. <laughs> Thank you for joining comes us. With an apology and a kiss on the forehead. <laughs> Thank you for Simple joining us, and we'll... For every executed person. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm trying to close this thing. <laughs> Release us. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Sneed had a need to make men bleed. His creed led him to do the deed. But then he agreed to plead. I'm Sean. Wow, one take. That was beautiful. <laughs> you did that very well. I was running that through my head the whole time you guys were doing yours. <laughs>